Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, distinguishing between healthy and unhealthy behaviors in a work environment. If you aren't able to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Matthew Neal Davis is an attorney and entrepreneur that led his solely owned firm, Davis Business Law, through over 1,000% growth over six years, making it one of the rare law firms ever to make the Inc. 5000 list. The firm currently has seven offices from Dallas to Kansas City. Martindale Hubble recognized Davis with its prestigious AV rating as one of the preeminent attorneys in America for demonstrating the highest levels of skill and integrity. With over 25 years of experience helping business leaders with their legal and entrepreneurial matters, Davis now teaches them how to deal with their vulnerabilities so they can capitalize on their opportunities through his firm's proprietary strong protected business system. He's presented his programs to prestigious business groups such as the Inc. 5000 Masters Class and the Young Presidents Organization Global Forum. He also regularly appears on podcasts and in the media. Inc. Magazine published his first book, The Art of Preventing Stupid, in 2019, and the follow-up, The Strong Protected Business, is slated for publication in 2023. He also shares his extensive knowledge as host through his podcasts, The Strong Protected Business, and The Art of Preventing Stupid. Davis is a graduate of Cornell College, the University of Oklahoma, and Cornell University Davis, has extensive litigation and business representation experience. He has served as lead or co-counsel in litigation cases with recoveries in excess of $50 million. He also served as general counsel for Galvanic Energy, a lithium production company that recently sold for $150 million. He is a member of the Texas, Oklahoma, 
Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, and Colorado bar associations. Matthew and his wife, Allison, have five children, three biological, one adopted from Russia, and the youngest adopted from Ethiopia. When not working at one of the firm's offices, they live in their home, Enid, Oklahoma, because Davis says, I love my three-minute commute. He's also an accomplished guitarist, currently leading the heavy metal band, Geriatric Steel, performing original hard rock songs for middle age and beyond with the titles like Get Off My Lawn and Teenage Daughter. So, Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. I am happy to be here and uh, kind of embarrassed to hear that that long uh, <laughs> didn't realize we'd sent that one out. And and I, I have not quite got my Colorado bar yet. I don't know how that slipped in there. So oh, well, it's close, I've, hopefully. <laughs> I've applied. Yeah, it's it's coming. And uh, yeah, so it's 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 on the way. I've just got to got to go through the process. So sounds good. Well, I would love for you to tell us just a little bit more about how did you even get into practicing law? And then I'll get into some questions I have prepared for you. I I got into it in a way sort of by um, by accident. I, I grew up in a professional family. My dad did land title. My mother was a doctor. And um, I was a good college student, and my dad gave me, I mean, just kind of a, a easy choice. I, I'd gotten out of school. I thought maybe I wanted to be a history professor, and he said, well, let's just make this real clear. Um, I'll pay for you to go to Oklahoma Law School, OU, or you're off the, you know, you're off the family hit, as he said, which is kind mm-hmm. of, you know, coarse, but that's what he said. And um, I, I was 22, 21, and I said, okay, I guess I'll go to law school. And I ultimately thought I was going to be a Washington lawyer and ended up there, worked there for a couple of years. And then one day I was having lunch with a cousin of mine, um, 10 years older than me, same career path. And I got done with lunch. I was standing amid the big buildings in downtown DC. And I just said, this isn't what I want to do. And I moved back to our hometown, which is a you know, overgrown prairie town of about 50,000 people and just got to work and figured out how to make a life and make a living and had a bunch of kids. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I always like to hear a little bit of the background of how someone got into what they're doing. It just shows like the experience and expertise, you know, that our listeners can understand. Yes, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not so- sure any of that backs up that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I, I did learn a few things on the cold, tough streets of Enid about mm-hmm. how to run a business because I, I I had to, you know? Right. Well, the topic today we're going to talk about is really protecting your business as an entrepreneur. So what someone really can do to protect their business? Yeah. And that's, you know, it took me 20 years to figure out that what lawyers do is deal, particularly business lawyers, deal with their clients' vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our job is protection. And the, the thing is that I always like to start here. So my mom was the only woman in her med school class in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And she then became a physician here. She was an OBGYN and heavy surgery with that, more, more, more surgery than a lot of gynecologists would be. She eventually quit OB because dad told her to quit that or find a new husband. Um, because, you know, <laughs> those babies are kind of inconsiderate. They just come mm-hmm. whenever they, they want show up come. in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. You know, and as one of my best friends likes to say, and I came out feet first. And so, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
So, um, but mom was one of the pioneers of breast cancer screening. Mm. And, you know, so I ended up coming back here and I can't tell you how many women or their husbands or their children have come up to me and said, hey, your mom saved my wife's life. And, you know, that's pretty powerful. You know, it's kind of heavy responsibility on your shoulders from my perspective, because, um, you know, I'm a professional too. And my job is to protect my client's interests, just like my mom's was to protect their health. And in the law business, we're not taught to help clients deal with their problems proactively. I'm mm -hmm. not saying all lawyers don't do that. It's just not the emphasis of practicing law. The, the, the common conception is, hey, let's get, you know, when we get a case, that's what we deal with. Right now, you may do some business planning, but, you know, I know that businesses are frequently not very good at making smart decisions about how to protect themselves because mm -hmm. guess what? We deal with it all the time. Right. And so coming at the whole thing, maybe ethically differently, um, what I, I developed and what I thought about is let's reverse engineer the problems that businesses get into. And, you know, let's look at the cases that we get and then let's figure out why and let's go, you know, develop. a. So, for instance, we have a questionnaire that's our online assessment that anybody can log on our website, which is Davis Business Law. Look at, can take, and it'll generate a nice report saying this is what you ought to do mm -hmm. um, because there's, you know, there's a variety of things that businesses ought to do that they just don't do. And these are the things that get them in trouble. So that's one aspect that we bring to the table. The another thing you want to you want to. I was just going to say, like specifically though, like what are some of the things that they should be concerned about, like in terms of the actual vulnerabilities in their businesses? You know, just thinking right. You know, the the pinnacle is, of course, get yourself limited liability. Right. I mean, that's one hundred and one. I can't tell you how many times we deal with businesses that are, are basically partnerships masquerading as LLCs, which mm -hmm. is very common these days. And it's actually a smart way to do business, but they then don't have an operating agreement. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, we're dealing with a case up in Kansas right now where mother and daughter are in a business together, don't have an operating agreement and they're scrapping it out. I mean, mm -hmm. you think that's going to make for a happy Thanksgiving? Right. And, you know, it's it's stuff like that. By the way, one other thing we do, and this is a little bit deeper than the report will show, but we talk, you know, whenever anybody calls me, we talk through it. It's like succession planning. When, mm -hmm. when do you want to do it? Because and what I mean by that is we graded we have an internal document, too, that grades out when you really want to do these things. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is. So if you just have a startup business, you don't really have anything to protect. There's mm -hmm. nothing there yet. But there's a great essay called Evolve Yourself to Scale Your Business that maps out the stages of growth. It's a commonly read document in entrepreneurs organization. And 
you know, once you get to a certain size of business, you now have something to lose because you've built a, a, a organism, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to, you know, you need to start thinking about, how, you know, what your succession planning is, you know, either A, within the business or within your kids. Mm -hmm. So those are the sorts of things that you want to look at. Right. Well, I think too, people that are operating from home often think that they don't need as much protection, right? Or they think that their like home policy for insurance even might protect them where, you know, if you're operating a business out of your home, most likely your insurance policy won't. So obviously you have to have business insurance. So there's other things like that too, in terms of protecting yourself and your business that people probably aren't thinking about. And I, and I loved you talking about the operating agreement too, because a lot of people don't think of the fact of I should have contracts, right? Like, oh, we have this verbal agreement. That's my friend, you know, or someone I know. And then it turns into kind of a mess, right? Uh, yeah, we, we see that a lot. And, you mm -hmm. know, not, you know, with your customers, with your vendors and, yeah, and absolutely, we 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 see that a lot, and mm -hmm. so and that's you know that's that's just good practice. I mean, that's good fences makes good neighbors, right? <laughs> right. Well, and I think it could be overwhelming for someone when they're first starting a business too, with everything they have to do. They're thinking, well, I just need to get my company up and running and I will deal with like some of those other things later. Or, you know, I think it's going to be kind of expensive. So I need to be able to earn some money before I actually incorporate, become an LLC, whatever that is. So what are some of the concerns that you want to point out to entrepreneurs that they really should be thinking about and how they can effectively protect themselves with assistance from an attorney that can help them create those documents? Yeah. Well, now that's, that is a $64,000 complicated, that's not a fair question, Candy. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, if anybody watching this wants to send me an email, and I'll give you my email at the end of this, I'll send you our document about where, what, and at what stage of your business growth you should implement these various things because mm -hmm. you know I'm an open book. My idea is you know let's put this stuff out there and it it comes back to haunt us because mm -hmm. people appreciate it. Um, now let me let me maybe shift gears with you a little bit because sure. this is another idea that I'll, that we talk about and we we work with our clients with um, on our and it's all on our business on on our resources tab on our website so. I wrote the book, The Art of Preventing Stupid, about one of our forms that we call the Business Immune System Report. Mm -hmm. And my, you know, I was being a little smart and a little provocative naming that book, The Art of Preventing Stupid, because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to go, okay, guys, let's not make the stupid mistakes, okay? Mm -hmm. Because the companies that don't make unforced errors, they're the ones that dominate the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer after 26 or 27 years of practicing law that businesses don't do a good job of risk analysis and mm -hmm. risk awareness. And, you know, and I am a big critic of SWOT analysis, which, you know, let's draw a chart and strengths, right. opportunities, threats, yawn, you know. And so I have a lot of business coaches that are have implemented what we do. In their work, I've got to talk to another guy back in Pennsylvania today about that. But basically, we we focus on the threats. 
Mm-hmm. And the business immune system report, again, which is what the art of preventing stupid is about, looks at 21 different categories. So it's a matrix based mm-hmm. on three columns. One is catastrophes. Those are the things that are going to sucker punch you out of the mm. blue. Two is your own ignorance. And, you know, that's about being really honest and digging deep about the skill sets that you don't have, that mm-hmm. you need to do. to cl- It's the learning curves, right? And then three, the third column is about ineptitude, which is just where you're slacking off. That's mm. the things you need to be doing that you're not doing. By the way, you know, all the people that call you candy and go, hey, I haven't been doing my books. They're practicing ineptitude, right? Right. Because they know they're supposed to be keeping them up and they're not. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you're going to see that more with older companies and established companies. Okay. So we take those three columns and and you can do this at home by yourself, kids, right? I mean, this, this is just an experiment that you can do. And then we look at the seven working systems of every business, which, you know, number one is the management or leadership team. You know, that might just be you. Mm-hmm. Number two is your personnel. Number three is your production, how you're turning out your work. Number four is your facilities or plant, whatever you want to call it. Five are the metrics that you're keeping. You know, are you measuring the right stuff? Are you doing it aggressively? And by the way, what happens if you lose it? Mm-hmm. And then marketing, which is different than sales. And mm-hmm. I harp on that all the time. Everybody's like marketing and sales. I'm like, no, marketing is about making the phone ring, about getting qualified leads. And sales is about closing them. And they're mm-hmm. completely different skill sets. So, uh, of course, interrelated, but different. Right. So I guess not completely different, but So what we'll do, and again, people can do this. You can read the book. You can get so much better at managing your risk. And the Strong Protected Business, by the way, the next book takes this all to an even higher level of analysis. So I sat down with this in front of president of a quarter billion dollar a year company, friend of mine. And we looked at management catastrophe, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, look, we don't have a real serious vice president of this company right now. The one we had just retired kind of prematurely. And, you know, the idea is that your son's going to show up and run this company. And he's 20 years old at an Ivy League school and thinks he's going to be president of the United States of America. <laughs> right. There's something really wrong with this situation. Mm-hmm. OK, so you know, what you do is you go. Okay, let's do something about it. Let's deal with this vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. And now my other part of my tagline is so you can capitalize on your opportunities. Mm-hmm. So we go out, we find two really great senior vice presidents. And what happens? Well, all of a sudden, the president's brain space is freed up he goes out and acquires one of their main competitors and expands the reach of the company to about six or eight more states. They were just hauling my gasoline in Charlotte the other day. Mm. <laughs> right. And I, I, I called him and I'm like, Hey, look, look at this. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, mm. so, 
you know, that that's that's an example of, you know, a do it yourself at home. And of course, we do it with our clients of let's break apart the business. Let's take a really structured, insightful and efficient look at the risks of the business so we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what let's you know, let's just pose this versus a threat. What are the threats of my business? That's not an insightful question. Mm-hmm. What are we ignorant about with marketing? That's an insightful question. Mm-hmm. Right. So if someone is sitting down and they're going to look at all of these categories and they realize there's vulnerabilities in quite a few areas, and obviously they all have to be looked at at some point, but how do they prioritize what mm. to do first and what maybe can wait a little longer until you know they've accomplished taking care of some of the first more important problems. Candy, I was sitting in a cabin up above Boulder, up above Netherland yet, up in the mountains in Colorado, writing the Strong Protected Business. And I asked myself exactly that same question because I realized I, I really hadn't flushed that out yet. Now, here's how you do it. And this, this chart is... Um, is again in our, our resources tab. And I'm I, I describe it more in the next book. What we did, are you familiar with the Eisenhower matrix? I don't know. I okay. mean, I've heard, I think I've heard of it, but I don't recall like off the top of my head what yeah. that was. It's one of those things that people go, okay, yeah, I think I've heard of it. But, um, and I think Stephen Covey wrote about it a little bit, but um, Eisenhower, of course, the president, but previous before that, the general, he, he had a little chart he would use and he would say, okay, just a four, four part chart. The, what's serious and what's not serious. And maybe those are the words he used, but that's basically the concept mm-hmm. and what's urgent and not urgent. Okay. I am familiar with that. I just yeah. didn't remember. That's what it was called. And so now, so that, and, and then you, you know, of course, if it's not serious and not urgent, maybe you just don't deal with it or you delegate, mm-hmm. but we we kind of built that out a little bit. And the thing we focused on is, of course, seriousness. Um, you know, how serious of a threat is this to the business? And we, but we did just three, serious, moderate, and not, not mm-hmm. serious or unserious, whatever word we used. And then instead of looking at urgency, what we looked at was likelihood because, you know, vulnerabilities are always an eventuality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a question of just how likely it is. And of course, that's completely qualitative mm-hmm. analysis. I mean, you just sometimes it's just, a you know, a, a, a wag. And but, you know, over time, you, you get a sense of, you know, of of what the likelihood is and, you know, seriousness is, you know, matters. I mean, you know, we live in, you know, but we live in tornado alley, right? Well, Mm -hmm. that's, that's one serious problem. But the other thing we deal with all the time, just because of where we live is ice storms. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's on my list from, you know, of serious, and I'm kind of embarrassed about this, you know, you know, it's, we lose power all the time in the winter because the ice storms come in and bang, 
takes power lines down. And so, you know, we need to get a generator. And that's really kind of particularly now that we're back in this old house, that's on my serious and very likely list, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's the prioritization. That's the basic bit of prioritization. Now, mm -hmm. the next step we take it to, and this is called the Strong Protected Business Plan. Again, that forms up on our website. We break it into three things. Number one, the easy list. What on that other chart is easy? What can you get done in five minutes? You know, just get it done, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm really embarrassed because my friend sells generators. So I'm going to go call him right after this call because, you know, we're, this, is, this is the nature of business, right? So I'm eating crow. And, um, you know, what's the easy stuff? Get that done. And then the next thing is, this is important. We look at the habits you need to have or need to get rid of, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's meeting rhythms. You know, we're just looking right now at setting up an out-of-office leadership retreat, which, by the way, is included in Vern Harnish's Rockefeller Habits of what you ought to be doing. And we, we need to go do that. And so I've been, again, chastised by my COO. We've got to go do that. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. And then the third thing we do is rocks, which is Stephen Covey. You know, rocks just being quarterly projects. And, you know, you can map that out, come out with a way to deal with your vulnerabilities. And, you know, again, we work with a lot of strategic coaches and they love taking our work, just plugging it in to the strategy work that they're doing for businesses because then their companies are protected. They're not making errors, not making as many errors anyway. And, they're the ones that they own the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know this is all really interesting and so much information, you know, that I know uh, people are going to have to think through and, and get your resources to, you know, from your website and start looking at what those vulnerabilities are and how they can start effectively protecting even the, their businesses and everything too. So, but I know we are coming close to the end of the time we have together. So I would love for you to just say, how can our listeners connect with you? And if you want to mention again, how they can find those resources on your website, that would be great. Sure. I do want to say one more thing. Sure. One of the things though, is it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you figure it out, you're never going to forget it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's not that hard. And once they get it figured out, damn, they can run with it and their businesses will be better for it. Okay. So Perfect. our website is davisbusinesslaw.com and up in the resources tab, which is I think on that side, the upper right side um, are all the forms. And if anybody wants to call me, and our, our numbers there or my personal email is M Davis, just my first initial, which is Matt Davis, but just M Davis at davisbusinesslaw.com. Perfect. Well, thank you, Matt, for being a guest on the show and talking about this topic. And I know we just scratched the surface. I'm sure there's so much more that we could talk about, but you know, time was short today, but thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. It was great. I really enjoyed being here. 
Perfect. And I also want to thank the listener for tuning in as well. I hope you found this topic interesting. And then it started to answer some of your questions about learning how to effectively and efficiently protect your business. If you have additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Matt or send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join us for our next episode, five common hurdles experienced by new coaches. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You can also find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.